Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where cannabis is recreationally legal. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. Hi. I'm Sage. I'm Sam. And this is a podcast where we talk about weird shit and also weed. And we take turns telling stories and it's a blast. So welcome. Welcome to our show. Yes. So, uh, yeah. How are you doing this week, Sam? Uh, <sighs> yup. Sure am. Yep. Alive this week. I'm, well, that's uh, good. I don't know. I'm just having a rough life, I guess. Uh, Relatable. Yeah, the past couple of weeks have just been uh, really fucking cold. Yes. And the sun hasn't come out at all. So yes. I have been very depressed. And it felt like nothing is help- helping. So that really sucks. Yeah. But I did something stupid and fun today. And I actually feel really good. Because, like, it's, it's like, nice to do a project. So that's really yeah. great. And it's something I get to share with um, our fans and our patrons exclusively. So just keep an eye out for that, by the way. Psst. It's a secret. For now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> uh, but besides that... I'm excited for it. I, I, I am also thinking everyone should be excited about it. It's going to be really fucking funny, actually. Yes. Because I'm hilarious. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, it's true. <laughs> yeah, besides that, just working, and uh, Nick went back to school today after, you know, a month off for winter break. Yeah. Which is stupid. Ridiculous. That's so, so, so long. long. <laughs> uh, we didn't go to real school, so we didn't have, have a month-long winter break. We had no. a couple weeks. We had a week? A week and a half? Yeah. I feel like we had... The week between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, and that's basically I feel like it. that was all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nick was bored as shit this whole time anyways, so I'm glad that he's back. And yes. now he has class until 8 o'clock on Mondays, which leaves us Oof. a very good opening for recording, which is also nice. True. Yeah, he doesn't need to sit around and be quiet Yeah. for however long. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And that's it. Nice. Yeah. How are you? I did... I am okay. I was going to say, I, I did start taking vitamin D supplements recently. Vitamin D and vitamin K, because apparently your body also needs vitamin K in order to absorb vitamin D. Yes. Because if you take too much vitamin D, you can end up with kidney stones. Great. I didn't know that. Um, That's- yeah. Vitamin D and vitamin C, if you have too much of either. So yeah, fun fact, but I've been taking vitamin D for the seasonal depression reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, I feel like it has kind of been helping, maybe a little bit. Um, but I also have been like forgetting to take it every day, so I don't know. Yeah, when I took it regularly, it did help because it just—I feel like it brings like your base level of sad up just just, just a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> yeah, like okay. <laughs> This is fine. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, too. Yeah. I was like, all right, things are at least a little better yeah. now, yeah. you know? 
Yeah. I'll get back on that. Yep. Not a bad idea. It's good for you. And then uh, hopefully it'll get warm soon. Yeah. Really looking Uh, forward to it not being zero degrees out. Yes. Yes. Being cold even in my own home. Yeah. Which is not very fun. And gas prices are not good right now. We paid uh, almost $400 to get our fucking propane tank filled. And it was... We turned all the heat down in our house, like, by five degrees when we got that bill. Yeah. We're like, great. Let's never do that again. Fuck. Yup. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> when we lived on Cape Cod, we had that same issue where, like, every month it was, like, a $400, $350, $400 bill. And we ended up just having to keep the heat all the way down because, yeah, yeah we weren't going to afford that. Yeah. My parents were actually complaining about that the other day. So. <laughs> It's it ridiculous. Sucks. It really sucks. Uh, living in New England is yes, the worst. It is living in New England. Um, but anyway, <laughs> other than that, um, I've just been working, and my boss was off for a couple of days last week, so that was kind of stressful because. I've only been at this job for like two months. So like my boss being gone was kind of just like, you know, weird. It was because like I had to do a lot of, you know, her job and like I did fine with it, but it was just like kind of stressful and weird. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ash is scratching on his. Oh, yeah. I heard him yell just a second ago. Yeah. I was like, what is he he doing? He's just going to keep yelling. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. So yeah, so that was kind of tiring, but I did get a new tarot deck, which is very exciting. It is. Um, I finally got the True Black tarot deck, which I've been wanting for a really long time. And every single time I went to go buy it, it was always out of stock. And apparently they restock every Friday, which I didn't know that, but I finally went and looked and there were some available, so I bought it. And it was not cheap, but definitely worth it. So that was my... um retail therapy to get me through last week yes yeah yeah and um i'm excited for next week yeah so that's helping as well because sam and i haven't seen each other in fucking forever yeah because of work and because of covid and everything so like i'm pretty sure the last time we actually saw each other in person was like thanksgiving or like maybe the week after thanksgiving because it was right after that week Yep. yep So it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Since I saw your face. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that the actual lyric to the song? Oh my god. I think I, I, think, I so. think so. That sounds right. Son of a bitch. It's true. It's true. It's accurate. Well, I can see your face right now and that kind of helps, but... It definitely just, does, but it's, it's not the same. The same. And it's hanging out in person is going to be great, because then we're going to do a uh, cool dual tarot with our black tarot decks. Yes! Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. I uh, didn't really do the, like, dual tarot thing until, like, Sean and I started doing it. Listen, I've never done it, but I've heard about you and Sean doing it, and that's why I'm like, yes. yeah, let's do that. It's quite effective, mm-hmm. and it's very, very, very cool, so I'm excited for that. Yes. But yeah... So things are good besides being cold and dark and depressing mm-hmm. because winter. Yeah. Well. <laughs> also, I'm not very hydrated today because I realized on my drive home that I hadn't drank any water at all today 
because I had such a busy day at work. I like literally did not drink any water. I had my coffee in the morning and that was it. That sucks. I have my water now and um, yeah, now I have a lot of catching up to do. (laughs) Well, cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Hydrate or die. Uh, And I did drink my coffee, but I haven't been drinking iced coffee because it's been so cold, which that's how cold it's been. Yeah. Yep. If same. it is so cold to where I cannot drink iced coffee, then it's that's how cold. you know it's freaking cold. Yeah. Yep. So Hard wicked agree. cold. Wicked fucking cold. Bruh. Wicked cold. Bruh. Uh anyway. But are you hydrated? I'm pretty hydrated at least. today. I've had a I don't know, like two or two full water bottles and I had some coffee today. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. At least I'm staying hydrated. Indeed. But that's also <laughs> I have uh, I have two additional things before before you oh, okay. uh, get into your thing. Great. Oh, actually, three. <gasps> Crap. My first one is it is episode sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> I have a wall right here, so I'm not going to fold that. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. So uh, happy episode sixty nine. Um... <laughs> you too. Wow. Thanks. It's a good one. It's a good, it's a good, it's a one. good number. <laughs> um, and then the other two things I thought of between the last time we recorded and today. And I just like wanted to bring them up. Uh, the Well, the first thing is that um, Steph Quick messaged me and made a very good pun because last episode was just full of puns. And uh, Steph Quick messaged me and said that the ghost of the chicken was a cock blocker because... He interrupted those two people making out, and I just thought that was so good. I literally could not stop laughing about it for, like, a half an hour. So thank you, Steph, thank you, for Steph, that. Truly. That was so funny. Um, if you're a patron and you uh, <laughs> have watched the video, if you go on to the YouTube link for the video, uh, there's a very good comment on there. So there you go. There's your incentive to go <laughs> and find the video. It's very Yay. funny. So... Plenty of poultry-related puns from last week, so I wanted to share those. Um, And then the other thing that I thought of while I was editing, I actually thought of this. You know how we were talking about how, like, um, video games and shows and stuff recently have been very much, like... Yes. Like, the church and, like, religion is the enemy? Yes. You said something about how someone was, like, like a white knight or something like that. It was like a white, white something. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with white saviorism. Like, I I feel like that's kind of where maybe that comes from. Okay. Yeah. Is this like idea that like white people always need to be like the, the savior, you know, the savior basically. And so maybe because recently all you know, all of this stuff has come out that's made people think more about like their place in like racial equality. Maybe there's being there's like more of that that's coming out because we're trying to fight that white saviorism. Okay, yeah. Does that make any sense? It does make sense. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking about that. It's like trying to draw attention to it so we can realize that, that it's happening. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's like, oh, all these like white Christian people are like trying to say that like they're gonna save us and they're gonna make life great for us, but and actually like they're actually like destroying everything yeah. and making yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. really fucking shitty for everyone. Except for white people. Except for white people. Hey, don't take a vacation to Hawaii. 
They don't want you oh there. My, oh my god. Yeah. The native Hawaiians are actually uh, really pissed. Stop going there. Yes. I Well, I just don't understand why you would be traveling like that during a pandemic anyway, regardless. Yeah. Also so that. it's like, why are you, A, you're, you're traveling during a pandemic and you're flying and everything. You're going to an area that has a like, large indigenous population and indigenous people are already at higher risk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't even think about that. And then they're asking you not to even come anyway because of like 10 billion reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. Dumb. People are dumb. People don't are be dumb. dumb. Stop being dumb. Just stop, just stop it. Dumb. Just stop. You stop that. You stop. Just stop. No, but actually. Just, just <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh okay that's all i have okay wow those are just random random thoughts i wanted to bring up good thank you i think that's uh always a good and fun and important thing to talk about well yeah. not maybe good and fun but definitely important yeah good it is important you. to think about as much as it is frustrating but what are you gonna do nothing it's hella less frustrating for us as white people uh yeah. than it is for everyone else so <clears throat> i'm gonna put on chapstick Because it is dry. That's the other thing. I hate winter because it's so dry. I put on chapstick twice a day in my car. And because it's in my car, I haven't put any on today. Gasp. Um, I actually think I need a snack. Oh, yeah. Um, because my belly's rumbling. So I'm just gonna, (laughs) I'm just gonna go grab a snack real quick. I'm sorry. Okay, you do that. No, it's okay. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. Do you have anything to say? I really wish I knew what he was saying. He's not even opening his mouth. He's just... Okay, bye. Sorry, I lost a link. <laughs> oh, no, bro. Because I'm... I did not take notes. I just... Re- That's fair. Researched because of who I am as a person. But I did take my ADHD meds today. Perfect. So, so your brain is, is prepped and ready for information. Yeah. And I did all I did all the readings. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Gonna finish my piece of cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a small little... Small little rip, rip, Ooh. rip, rip, hooray! Where's my vape? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think we need to put that on a sticker. Has it already too. been done? Oh god! Has it already been done? Write that down. <laughs> I will. I will. You know, I will. I have this nice little notepad. Oh, that's my vape pen. It's not an actual writing <laughs> pen. Okay, <laughs> let's see. See, that's what we need. We need vape pens that also double as writing pens. Those definitely exist. They definitely do somewhere, I'm sure. Um, It's like how, uh, you know, you can, I mean, this pen is one of the ones that you can take apart and hide stuff in. Oh, yeah. If you feel so inclined. Right, 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 right. Uh, oh, okay. side note, I feel like we, when we redesign our stickers, <sighs> we should put our um, handle on there. Oh, yeah. So people can find us. Good idea. Thank you. I will, uh, I will ahem, let our artist know. <laughs> Him. Our designer. Our designer. Yeah. Yeah. They are working on something for us currently, so... Perfect timing. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. 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 So, here's the earth. Round. <laughs> um, I saw the Badger song today. For the first time 
in, I don't even know, 15, 20 years? When the fuck did that Badger song even come out? And I still knew oh my the- god. This- Probably like 2008 or something. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, it was life-changing. It was life-changing. Incredible. Uh, which came out around the same time as End of the World. End of the World. End of the World. I do need to rewatch that. It's very good. <laughs> it's very good. Okay, now I'm ready. <clears throat> Today, I'm going to be bringing back my favorite topic. Cults. Um, Yay! I was actually kind of hoping that your first one back would be a cult, so this is great. I went I went back and forth <laughs> between a couple different cults, um, and I almost did 12 tribes, but mm. I'm going to uh, wait a little bit longer to do that. So, today I'm going to be talking about Santo Diame. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is a syncretic religion founded in the 1930s by a Brazilian Amazonian man named okay. Raimundo Irino Serra, also known as Master Irino. I don't know how to say that. I wonder if I'm saying his name wrong. Sorry, hang on. They don't even have the pronunciation on here. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, <laughs> how is it spelled? I R I N E U. But I'm not familiar with Portuguese pronunciations, so I have no idea. That's what you said sounds right to me. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to call him that. <laughs> okay. Um, so it was for- formed by this guy, and he became the master. And, okay, no, it's fine. Um, Santo Dayame is a, an, an, an amalgamation of a lot of different spiritualisms and religions and Mr. Irino was raised Catholic um, mm. in Brazil, and in his mid-twenties, he moved to the Amazon rainforest because rubber was booming, and he, want- he went to go be a rubber worker, basically. Oh, I see. Yes. So, raised Catholic, and then suddenly he was hanging around um, a lot of indigenous people, um, a lot of f- folks from different spiritual backgrounds, including folk Catholicism, oh Cardicist spirit- Spiritism, African Animism, mm. and Indigenous South American Shamanism, including Vegetalismo. Ve- Interesting. Yeah. So what is that? Um, Vegetalismo is a term that is used to refer to the practice of shamanism in Peruvian Amazon. Okay, I see. Oh, it's because the shamans are supposed to be able to speak to the plants of the region. Oh. Which makes sense to me. Okay. Okay. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so this guy, he's in his 20s. He's hanging out with all these people. He's learning a lot of different things about different religions. And one of the things that comes up is ayahuasca. And Mm. ayahuasca is a plant, if prepared properly, the chemical... uh, Sounds right. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, DMT is present in the ayahuasca when you can drink it as a tea, and it's prepared properly. And so DMT is the chemical that your brain makes... When you're dreaming, and it's theorized that your brain produces a lot of DMT right before you're about to die, and in certain doses it can give you hallucinations, can give you um, 
like a false sense of prophecy and you know it's it's a hallucinogen you know like any other yeah. hallucinogen you're gonna experience things like huh, hallucinations my mm-hmm. brain's not working great <laughs> come on brain great so this guy oh i have a hair in my mouth hair in your mouth yep <laughs> oh yeah gross sorry also relatable um, <laughs> okay so this guy takes ayahuasca and has a spiritual awakening, basically. So, Ivano's first significant vision, so that first time, he saw the quote-unquote divine lady of light sitting on the moon, and she told him that he must retreat into the Amazon for eight days with nothing to drink but ayahuasca and nothing to eat but macachiara, which is... Boiled manioc, which is a type of root. Fun. So this guy is, um, in his 20s, illiterate, um, and takes his eight-day trip into the woods to meet- Literal trip. Yeah. To meet the forest queen, who told him that he must start a new faith, in which they use the ayahuasca to, um, base all their ceremonies around- and they decided to call it, or he decided to call it Diame, because that means give me in Portuguese. So, Santo Diame, Saint Diame, Saint Ayahuasca, basically. Interesting. Yes. Um, so the forest queen showed him how to use the Diame as sacrament and to guide him through the initial hostilities that he and his followers would face. So basically, uh, when he came back from his trip in the woods, he had a handful of hymns written and um, started basically spreading the word of his religion around, you know? And um, it's very easy to buy into seeing visions of the Forest Queen when you're being told what you're going to see and then also taking a psychoactive drug yes the power of suggestion yes so he gained followers fairly quickly and gained popularity um his right hand man was this guy named sebastio and he became like the father of the church so he was padrino sebastio so Irenu died in 1971 and power of the church passed down to Padrino Sebastio, until he died in 1990. Mm-hmm. And then Sebastio's son, Alfredo, is the current president of the organization and spiritual leader. Okay. All right, cool. So, the reason I'm talking about this cult in particular today is because I... Let me take that back. I don't know if it's right to call this church a cult. Because... In the actual Portuguese uh, name of the church, they, like, call themselves a cult. But um, culto is a Portuguese word, and it, like, the connotation is a little bit different. Um, Mm. So, for the most part, I'm gonna say this is, like, a church, and they're, like, um, just very central around ayahuasca. And there are certain sects, sects. Um, of the church that the the local pastor 
is definitely running a cult, you know? Yeah. They're using the power and the association of being part of Santo Dayame to control a lot of people. So I met someone who is an active member of Santo Dayame, and she is just um, a little old lady who was part of the Catholic Church for a really long time, and she got sick, and praying wasn't working, and, like, she got better, but she, like, felt like she was never right again. And after talking to some of the, you know, local people in her area, they're like, oh, you should go to this church, and they'll give you ayahuasca, and... (laughs) You'll just, like, you'll feel great. You're going to have an awakening. It's going to be fine. And she, you know, like, trusts these people. So she's like, great, let's go to the church. And uh, it's been a while for her. It's been, like, six or seven years. And she's been part of the church. And they do ayahuasca once a month. Fun. And trip for a couple hours. And then you throw up and shit everywhere. And, um... Sounds great. Then you have your spiritual awakening and visions of the forest queen and the lady of the light. It's like an exorcism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she is fucking part of a church, uh, part of this church. And I know her because she is one of my friend's landladies. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking wild. She's very casual about the fact that she's like part of this church and she is not as... She's like a fringe member of this church. Okay. But deeper within this this particular community, there are people who have given all of their money to Santo Diame. There are people that have gotten baptized, I guess. And okay. once they have their like spiritual awakening, they are given a new name. They become part of the family, you know, and... You have to donate a certain amount of money to get to that status. Yeah, you basically just give all of your money to the church. And Uh um, I, like, fringe know someone as well whose whole family is up in it. Because it's, like, my friend's ex-boyfriend's ex-roommate was. But he was, like, balls deep in it. And he was just this, like, skinny fucking white kid. But he had a very Hispanic-sounding name, you know, because oh, that was yeah. his rebirth name. And so it definitely goes deep. And this is this is in Massachusetts as well. Um, yeah. So even though this, this church started out in Brazil and South America, by the um, 1970s, it was worldwide. And mm. we have several locations, actually, in New England. Um, there's also one in Brattleboro, Vermont. There's a couple in Massachusetts and Connecticut, New York. So wow, very wild. Just to like, I don't know. They they really are balls deep in that. Um, oh, I just thought of something. That's, I just thought of something that this is remind reminding mm-hmm, me of mm-hmm. that I might cover on another. Uh, so it's a little it's a little weird. It's a little. The other thing about this this church as like a greater organization is their main thing is to not get new people to join them either you know because recruitment is usually a really big thing in cults you know get more people in get people to like give your ways there's more money coming in and they 
are always open and welcoming and want people to come to their church and experience a ceremony and actively participate, but, like... They don't, like, recruit. Yeah, they don't ever actually... Or I'm, I'm sure it varies, but um, ever actually require you to join the church, you know? Uh-huh. And if you... I mean, I, I assume that, like, after going a certain amount of times, they'd be like, hey, do you maybe want to, like stick around for a little bit more consistently. Yeah, so you can't just show up once a month to take the drugs for a couple of hours. You have to... <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, do it. And, um... I don't know. Taking ayahuasca is, like, also, like, weird in of itself because it does, like, manipulate your mind. You become in a very susceptible... It's like a dream state, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to poke your followers' brains into believing what they're seeing and it's a lot of up dancing and clapping and singing and walking around in a circle and i like just imagine if you're like tripping on drugs and there's like someone playing cymbals right behind you as you like walk around in a circle clapping chanting in portuguese <laughs> like mm-hmm Sounds very strange. So, from an outside perspective, it it is gonna look sus suspicious, like no matter what. And doing ayahuasca is not super safe in general. Um, the Santo Diame Church is legally allowed has legally <laughs> is legally allowed to um, produce and give ayahuasca to its members during the. Once a month crazy ritual thing they do. Yeah. And there are a number of other fake churches that have popped up in, you know, the past 20 years that are just like, we're going to give ayahuasca to our members, ha ha ha, and they've been shut down. But Santo Diami is actually one of the, like, legit, you are allowed to go there and use ayahuasca legally. Hmm. As of 2009. Ah. So it's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. Which is very fun. Um, so when you take ayahuasca, you experience intense visuals as well as auditory hallucinations. They really encourage, like, not encourage, I guess. Um, or there's a lot, there is a lot of quote unquote profound and life changing events that happen to these people in the church. Hmm. But as a foreign substance to your system after you have these couple of hours where you are hallucinating vividly and having your fucking life-changing experience your body is purged and that's basically what i was saying before which was you it's the exorcism (laughs) you're literally you're throwing up (laughs) um and instead of feeling you know empty at the end and like you know, spent, you know, people feel energized, they feel cleansed, they feel great. They're like, yeah, I'm ready to come back next month and do this. I feel better than I felt in years. Which, going back to that lady, because of her whatever medical issues that she was having and she couldn't move past it, she had this, like, life-changing experience and was suddenly able, able to overcome that pain and that like the disability that had come with it and interesting felt like a new person felt like she had a new chance at life and really started like living after she became 
a member of this church. Hmm. So is it, so is, is ayahuasca kind of like one of those things where, um, it's like a... Oh, it's a plant, by the way. Yeah. Like mushrooms. You know what I mean? Like... Yes. Yes. Where it's like, you can take it, you know, it's, it's been basically proven, I think at this point, because there are certain areas like Oregon and whatnot that have legalized it for treatment for like depression and stuff like that. And it's been like basically proven that it helps. Is it like one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, you you take a certain amount of it every once in a while and it basically just like brings your like it, Yeah, yeah. Kind of pulls you out of your like depressive hole. I don't really know how else to <laughs> describe it. Um, yeah, I think that's a that's probably a good way about seeing it. Um let me see if there has been any science research done about that specifically yeah um potential therapeutic effects um potential antidepressant and (laughs) anti-anxiety why do you Mm -hmm. use that word um i can't i can't imagine it's legal to test in very many places like maybe like brazil or something yeah, probably um, not in the United States. Um, so in 2018, it was reported that a single dose of ayahuasca significantly reduced sips, sis, symptoms of treatment-resistant depression in a small placebo-controlled trial. More specifically, statistically significant reductions of up to 82% in depressive scores were observed hmm. between a baseline 1, 7, and 20 date. 21 days after ayahuasca administration. So that's why they do it once a month. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because after the 21 funny. days, the funny. 21 days wears off. Yeah. And then you get your however many days of feeling depressed again. Yeah, and feeling, then you feeling, go back. Fine, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, there is Weird. the potential to use that in like anti-depression and anti-anxiety treatments. But uh, that is not going to be something that is happening in the United States. Uh, so yeah um i did try to go onto the santo diame website and i could get on the old one but if you go and click the to visit their current site it like won't let me read it in english so i like i don't know if it's just my web browser or whatever but i just like i i will send you the link um yeah it might be my computer just being like ah yeah let me see but i couldn't get it to work is it it's gotta be dot org. So it's uh, it is di- dot orgs. Sandodiame dot org. I did. Oh find... my gosh, this is, this is from like yeah, copyright two thousand. Yeah, uh, but at the top of the page, it's like there's a link, link to go to our new website. Oh yeah, click a key. Yeah, para visitaros. Uh, oh boy. Um. Wow. Yeah, this is definitely an updated website. Oh, I see a little American flag up here. What if I click that? English. Hello? Did it do anything? Yeah, it doesn't switch. Yeah, You click okay. on it and it, like, doesn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. This is a very fancy website, though. It's They've a got very a little hummingbird website. flying around. Yeah. So if anyone speaks Portuguese and would like to go to the santodiame.org website and take a look at it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could, like, run these things through a translator, but that's not very reliable. They have all their hymns on the side. Interesting. Huh. Is that, is the, uh, little, like, log and, like, plants that are on the right side, is that ayahuasca? Ritual. I know this word. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so it's, um, 
it's like the the oh the word Kabbalah is in here the vines <laughs> and the leaves of interesting so there's like a couple or the flowers yeah so there's a couple different things and it's prepared as a tea yeah this is very weird I'm like I'm just like looking at the the ritual or whatever tab mm-hmm. and obviously I don't understand any of this but um the word landmarks in quotes in English is like very strange to me. How close is this to Spanish? Uh, okay, let me see. You might understand it better than, but but I feel like Portuguese is almost like one of those weird languages where it's very similar to Span or uh, Spanish and French. Good. I so know if a you know bit of both, both, yeah, so you can kind of pull pull out pieces here and there. Right. Okay. But they meant they mentioned the Dalai Lama. Um, there's a mention of Kabbalah in here. Ba, 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 ba. So there's no love. It feels like you're running from traditional uh, spiritual settings. You always feel alone. Yeah. Uninvolved. Mm-hmm. And this is why our church is the right one for you. Yep. Yeah. We're the, we're the first responders for new demands that... I don't know what that word is. Oh, and uh, for new demands and then new contexts for spirituality, social, and cultural um, meetings. So, what is one? What is all? Or, what is one and then we can all be, or what happens when we can all be one? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this sounds, uh, very culty. It, it's, it's, yeah. Okay, so the other thing um, that I forgot to mention. Uh, so, this guy, right, like I said, was illiterate. Um, and he kept having, like, the hymns sent to him by the forest lady or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so by the time he had met someone with the knowledge and the skills to <laughs> write down his hymns and stuff, he had 129 hymns. And they cycle through them. So he wrote 129 hymns before he died, which is a fucking lot. So where did he keep them in in his if he was illiterate? In his brain. He just kept them in his brain for that entire time until he found somebody to Basically, I imagine Guys got to have a good memory, I guess. Yeah, I imagine he had quite a few years where he like didn't know anyone else who could read or write. Yeah. So that's wild, but now it's all digitized and online, so it's perfect. Great. Uh yeah, so this has been the cult of Santo Diame. It's almost definitely a cult. It sounds culty. Like what what you just read sounded very culty. Yeah, so I I haven't like I said I haven't really read into the actual verbiage of his shit, but uh, he he did think he was, like, the chosen one. He did think that he was sent from the Heavenly Mother down to Earth that to create this faith, to create an atmosphere where ayahuasca could be used ritualistically to communicate with the Holy Mother. And mm-hmm. he was placed there to do that. Yeah. All based on an ayahuasca trip he had in the rainforest when he was 21. You know? Interesting. So, hmm. there's a lot to think about. Uh, th- there's, there's like, one short documentary that I saw on it um, where they actually take you inside one of the churches and 
see you or uh, show you like the dancing and how they make the tea and for for a for a cult that's so opening open and welcoming. It's a lot of white people. And I was gonna. I was actually gonna say so. They so the so the founder was black. He was okay. He was um African of African descent. I think his father was African and his mother was Brazilian. So he was black, but um, Padrino Sebastio was white. <laughs> his kid mm-hmm. is white, and most of like the pictures of the members that I've seen online are white. And I don't know if that changes in, um, it's just because, like, the videos I saw were in, like, very white countries. Um, I think they focused on a parish in the Netherlands, which is oh, very white. Very um, white, yeah. And then another one, well, actually, I think they had one that was in Louisiana. So, no. Oh. Yeah. Um, but it, there was, like, a lot of people who were previously addicted to hardcore drugs who went to the church and tried ayahuasca and suddenly they're not addicted to fucking heroin anymore um, uh-huh. so it's wild um also their insign their insignia is um a six-pointed star with with no lines in the middle so it's just the outline of a six-pointed star with an eagle with its arms like spread in the middle and it weird it fucking, it fucking looks like Nazi shit. It, it, it does it. it. It was around since before Nazi shit too, which is like more weird, I guess. But oh, oh, it's just if you go to their wiki page. Okay, yeah, let me see. On top of a moon, is it like a crescent moon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like immediately am like, oh, like I, I like already am a little. You're like, oh, that's like. Um, so, I mean, the Nazis didn't come up with that symbol until, I don't know, 10, 15 years-ish later. So, I mean, he, he probably came up with that in, like, somewhere in the 1930s. I don't know. Yeah, well, the, si- the six-pointed star is not, the six pointed like, star exclusive is- to, I don't know what the whole history of it is, but it's not like it, it's exclusive only to some specific... Yeah, it's not, like, just Jewish thing. Because, like, they have yeah. the Star of David and stuff, but this is not the same. I mean, it said, it said like, on the website that, it, I mean, the word Kabbalah was on their website. Yeah. So, um, and it really is an amalgamation. Yeah, so, and all the weird religion that he has come upon in all the years that he was fucking having visions, he probably ran across some Jewish people. Like, I don't, yeah. and I don't see why he wouldn't have seen those you know, religions and things like that, and been like, oh, okay, like, I want those too, in terms of all the other ones that he just took from, so. Weird. There's that. Very weird. They also wear uniforms. Uh Uh-huh. It's like a white-collared button-up shirt, and Mm -hmm. a very long, pleated blue skirt, or, like, tailored blue, like, dress pants. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing about them being so open and shit is that they um a lot of their ceremonies and seating and the way the ayahuasca is even like prepared is very uh gender separated oh (laughs) uh so females aren't allowed to like be the leaders of the churches you know all the men drink the ayahuasca first before the women get to drink the ayahuasca you know great it's just so we can assume that this is not a 
a uh, LGBTQIA plus uh, friendly community. I would I would wager a guess that it is not. Yeah. So, uh, if you really want to try ayahuasca that bad, don't. <laughs> Maybe don't. Maybe consider something else. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's, it is, like, unfortunately, it is also like cybacillin, where it is, like, a poison to your system, and your body says, I need this out of me right now. I need to mm-hmm. throw up and poop everywhere. Because your body's just like, no, get it out of me. I don't yeah. like this. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There are other drugs out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the only way you can get it legally. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that what it sounds like to me is that people would use the fact that they know they can get it legally there, you know, like they would go specifically for that just so they can like use it and try it. Yeah. You know, once or twice. And then the church or whatever, you know, Santa Diame takes advantage of that and like has figured out a way to make the atmosphere f- feel welcoming enough to where you feel like you need to do it once a month. Yeah. And so you keep going back and then you start giving them money. Yeah. And then and so it's just like a they're ba- they're basically taking advantage of people who are struggling and depressed. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And I don't know if you're no, I'm sure he didn't intend that when he first started yeah. this, you know? And like all of the other like crazy conspiracy theories, like I think that he really thought that he was the savior or he was the prophet that was put on this earth because he had a trip that fucked his brain. You know? Uh-huh. And I he probably really did believe that he was talking to the Holy Mother every time he did drugs. Yeah, definitely. So that checks out. And he's been dead since seventy one. So in the last fifty years, it uh I'm sure his fucking organization has changed a lot. <laughs> yes, definitely. So Especially if it's that large, if it's grown so much over that period of time, it's like there's no like how are they controlling you you can't you can't anything <laughs> yeah it's worldwide like uh, yeah. i encourage everyone to look and see if there is a location near you because you'd be surprised um some of some of them are also like actual churches and some of them are just like in someone's basement which is <laughs> cool the one that lady that i know goes to is like at like a rec hall like okay so they don't have their own location they just go there <laughs> once a month are they so only- they like rent rent out the Lions Club or so something like that. So they only do ayahuasca <laughs> once a month, but I guess they do have weekly meetings. That's the other thing. Okay. Um. So they're only doing the drug once a month, but the other times they're just getting together and singing the hymns. They're planning yeah. on how they're going to take the exactly. drug. Exactly. <laughs> they're planning the one time. day where they take the drug. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Memorizing all that Portuguese when they're sober so they can chant when they're on ayahuasca. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So that's a lot to think about. And, yeah. Uh, I think it's important to remember that anyone can be sucked into a cult. Like, no one is no one is immune to cult propaganda. It could uh-huh. be one day because they are experts on finding finding what makes you tick. And exploiting that and breaking you down to your lowest point and then bringing you back up with the only support as them. And, um, <sighs> do your best, kids. 
Don't don't yes. don't get involved in cults. You know, keep a wide variety of people that you see and talk to, um, and keep the ideas flowing because you can't get you can get sucked into the mindset very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like dangerous in in like any capacity to just like force yourself into one specific belief. Yeah. You know, like, like, I mean, your beliefs are going to change over time. It's not like, you know, I, I don't, I don't sit here and think like, oh, I'm going to be an atheistic Satanist for the rest of my life. You know, that might change a few years from now. Mm -hmm. I might change my mind. So yeah, shouldn't lock yourself into a certain belief just because everyone around you is telling you it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, much to well, think at about. least, uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like, you know, th- the fact that they don't run around recruiting is probably good. You know, like, the people talk about it, but they don't, like, try and force people to join or anything like that. That's probably good. There's worse cults out there. Um, I yes. think we should maybe tackle uh, Mormonism first uh, and dismantle mm. that entire society because... I'm never going to talk about Mormonism on this podcast. I don't have the time yeah. or the patience. Nope. Um, and I'm I'm sure you would get a lot of shit for it too, and don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Also that. Um. Oh yeah. Also that. It's uh, because it's been a religion in in the United States for so long. People mm-hmm. think that it's just like not a cult, but it absolutely. I lived is. across the street from a Mormon family when I was growing up in New Mexico. The people across the street they had like ten kids big Mormon family, and I used to go over there every once in a while, you know, my parents would go on date night or something, and I would go over there, and, like, they would basically, like, watch me. Right. Like, I would go and spend the evening with them. It was weird. Yeah. It was very weird. Yeah, I went so. to school with the Mormon family, and they had four kids, and every single one of those kids went to college, got married, and had a baby before they were 25, you know? Um, yep. And that's part of it. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Your job is basically to reproduce if you have the ability to. Yeah. So, that sucks. Yes. Also, 12 Tribes um, is another cult. I'm definitely going to talk about that at some point. 12 Tribes is a United States-based cult, and they are large. They're across the entire country, and they actually have a lot of coffee shops, delis, and small food places that they advertise as locally owned and, you know, owner oper- owner run and operated and stuff like that. But um, it's a cult. Yep. <laughs> I literally, when I first moved to Cape Cod, I literally almost went into one of their coffee shops because, like, there's no way for you to know, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a regular old coffee shop. And all the people that work there are part of the cult, and mm-hmm. they are all fucking weird. Yeah, and the one the one common theme with all of their like, with all of their establishments is that they're just like really dark and like creepy on the inside. Like all of their like cafes and coffee shops and everything, even like their delis. You know, they have like delis. They have the yellow del- deli, uh, New York. Mm-hmm. You have a couple yeah, of those. Big chain. Um, big don't chain. fucking go there, bro. I don't care how good the food is. Like, yeah, don't. And the inside's creepy. Those it's all like dark wood paneling. Take pe- those people recruit. Those people take 
kids and shit. Yes. The dark paneling is just freaky. It's a bad aesthetic choice for a dining yes. establishment. <laughs> Listen, we learned this <laughs> in college. I know we both did. Yeah. There's certain colors that you want to have in your restaurant, like red and yellow, which is why McDonald's is red and yellow. Yeah. Because those two colors make you hungry and happy. Don't keep it dark. Don't like, put just like you know. dark wood paneling and everything. And I, I, <laughs> and I think that's probably so, you know, you don't look too hard. Yes. So, yes. um, yes. much to think So about. there's that. Lots of cults <laughs> to avoid. And, uh, so, you know, just always be vigilant. Keep a wide variety of opinions and thoughts coming in and out of your head. Um, don't <laughs> stick to one thing for too long. Um... And don't give all your money away to a single organization. Yes. Don't give all your money away. Just don't do it. Just don't um, do I, it. I mean, you know, unless it's capitalism, but. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism. <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> and this has uh, been basically a very long winded rant about cults. <laughs> that's fine. That's all great. I love it. Thank you. I'm sorry for the <laughs> editing that you're going to have to do when I just stopped. Oh, thinking. I don't care. It's fine. After, listen, we've been doing this for like almost two years now. Not only have I gotten the editing thing basically down, but I've gotten a little lazy with what I edit out because I know that, you know, people, well, like, that's the thing is that, you know, if you're a listener now, you've probably been a listener, honestly, for a while. Mm -hmm. And if you're, I mean, obviously, if you're new, that's like really cool too. But like, I feel like most of our listeners are people who have been listening basically since we started. And so like, you know us and you know, you know who we are. And so like, if we say something that's kind of weird, I'm not going to cut it out. You know, like, <laughs> I cut out the ums and um, the like empty space and stuff, but not on the video though. I didn't do any fucking editing with the video. I know, Last week I, I cut out I cut out some of the stuff in the beginning, but <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm trying not to like move around too much. Try not to like touch my face too much. You know? Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, not that it's I think fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. <sighs> All right. Well, I know you have stuff you want to share. Do you for have anything? Education, but I do. I do have something I want to talk about. Um. So we can get that out of the way first, because we've talked about this before. Okay. Um, we actually talked about it in episode two. <laughs> wow. Which was May of 2020. And if you are on social media, mostly on Twitter, I think. I mean, I don't use any other social media, but it looked like it was mostly on Twitter. Um, basically, over the last few weeks, there's been a lot of articles and stuff that have come out about cannabis being a treatment for COVID, right? Yes. And we talked about this literally in May yes. of 2020 because they were yes. starting the research back then. Mm -hmm. um, so I figured I'd bring it up again because there are a few updates and uh, there, there are a few things I want to like just mention because there were like a lot of memes going around. Like there was the one meme where it was like the Star Wars um, screenshot and then it was like uh, COVID versus like the wall of weed resin in my lungs or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> COVID Just trying to get very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. It's like a lot of really good memes, honestly. So but many that's good not memes. really that's not really how it works. So I just wanted to talk about that. Um because it is really cool. And that's why I brought it up in episode two. Yeah. 
There's just um, I think there was a lot of uh, like clickbait titles. One. Oh, totally. Um, in news articles and like. The- God, so much misinformation. Also, no one read the fucking articles. And That's the issue is that nobody actually read the articles. Yeah, no one reads past the, the headline. And the headline is, will smoking cannabis prevent you from getting coronavirus? And like in the first line, it's like, no, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I'm done. Continue. Yep. <laughs> so, so, okay. So this, um, I have a couple of sources. The first one is Forbes. Um, there is a guy named AJ Harrington who covers cannabis and hemp news, business, and culture. And he wrote this article. Good for him. So thanks, AJ, uh, for doing weed stuff for Forbes. Um, So basically, it's been found that cannabis can prevent infection for COVID-19 by blocking the entry of the virus into human cells. And this was a study that was done through, I think it was affiliated with Oregon State University. So there are two different acids that are precursors. So they're they're the substance from which CBD and CBG are formed. So this isn't CBD and CBG. This is what comes before those two are formed. So it's CBGA and CBDA, which are the acids. So cannabigerolic acid and cannabidiolic acid. Okay. Yep. So these are the two things that we're focused on. And those are extracted from hemp leaves. So they have a very high purity, and you need a very large quantity of these acids in order for it to actually do anything, because it's not CBD, it is what CBD comes from. Yes, okay. Um, so the regular CBD that you can get, you know, you go to the store or whatever now, don't go to the gas station, please. We've talked about this before. Don't buy your CBD from a gas station. But <laughs> um, the regular CBD that you get from the store... The dispensary is not sufficient. That that's not what does it. Um, and smoking and edibles and stuff are also not going to do it for you because it's just not the right quantity. It's not the same purity, and it's just not the same compound in general. So, yeah. um, and THC is actually detrimental to your immune system. So this has nothing to do with THC. So the good news is that um, those cannabinoids are pretty readily available. Um, They've been studied a decent amount and they're pretty common. So that's, you know, the good thing. And they're pretty abundant in hemp and like hemp extracts and stuff like that. Um, They're not a controlled substance like THC is. So like they're pretty easy to access, which is very good. But again, you need like a really high quantity and purity. Quantity and quality. Yes. Yeah. Like of those acids in order for this to even be a thing that we're discussing. So those things, <clears throat> CBGA and CBDA, they bind to the spike protein, which is the thing that we're all, that we're really worried about with uh-huh. COVID. Um, and it prevents the virus from causing any sort of infection. So um, since the proteins can no longer bind to the ACE2, ACE2 enzyme, that's basically what prevents it. And that enzyme is what is like really abundant in like your lungs and your like essential organs and stuff. So you need that enzyme. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's getting very scientific. Um, so this was, there was the first study that was Oregon State University and the University of Chicago also published a study on January 20th in Science Advances. And they said that CBD, I guess technically CBDA 
inhibits infection in cells, human cells, and in mice. So it's only been tested on individual, like, standalone human cells and in mice. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't been tested. There has, hasn't been any human trials or anything like that yet. Um, but they found that it suppresses cytokine activation in response to infection. And I think that in episode two, I talked about this cytokine storms, where it's this uh, phenomenon basically that happens with COVID where your body basically just like freaks out and it happens in your lungs and like your other tissues, but it's basically an exaggerated immune response to an infection. So like all these different kinds of cells that are trying to communicate with each other just panic and it ends up just being like your lungs just get destroyed and it's just basically, it's basically the main issue that we're dealing with with COVID is these cytokine storms where your immune system just like freaks out and doesn't know what to do. So it helps with that, which is really good. And these cannabinoids can be developed into drugs that can prevent and treat COVID-19. So basically that's what they figured out. Um, And it has to be taken orally Mm -hmm. from what we know of. So I think like um, when I talked about it in episode two, I thought they were talking about making like mouthwash and like tinctures and stuff like that. And yeah. And it's effective against the new variants as well. It's, It's not just like alpha and beta like apparently it it's they're saying that it now you know protects you against omicron and all these other variants so that's good um but that's when it's combined with your vaccination and your boosters so this Mm -hmm. isn't you can't we're not saying like go and get this cbda cbga tincture you know and stop getting your vaccines or not get your vaccine that's not what they're saying they're saying that this can be like an additional um, preventative thing that you can do to help yourself not get infected. That's good. Cool. But if, yeah, like so that's so it's very nice. It's very yeah. good. Um, obviously, they need to do a lot more research since the only research that's been done has been in mice and in standalone human cells and not in like actual human trials. They haven't done human trials yet. Um, but it is a very exciting advancement. Yeah. And um, obviously, they've been working on it. It's been a year and a half since I talked about it the first time, so they've been working on it since then, and uh, yeah, so that's exciting and good, but also still get vaccinated. Um, I have something related to vaccines and spike proteins. Um, Yes. uh, They, um, I don't remember who it was, some university developed another vaccine that they are releasing and it is going to be uh, completely free and available to every single person who ever needs it um, and who can ever manufacture it worldwide. No strings attached. So it's not about money. And it is also made... So one of the things I feel like everyone was fucking saying about the COVID vaccine was the MNRA stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll change your DNA. Hey, guess what? RNA and DNA are not the same thing. Um, that's why they're different letters. Mm-hmm. So anyways, this um, new vaccine is made the more traditional way in which they create artificial spike proteins that don't duplicate in your system. So they make this vaccine that they <laughs> they put into you, right? And so your body knows the protein, the spike protein yeah. from COVID. But it's not going to infect you because... It's a manufactured protein, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And that's apparently how the polio va- vaccine works as well. I was going to say, this sounds like the polio vaccine. Yes. 
and um, a lot. Uh, it's a very common way to do that. So any viral infection can basically, um, they can create these artificial spike proteins. And it literally, you know, that took them two full years, you know, of fucking research and shit. Uh, so there is going to be a different vaccine more widely available if you felt for some reason like you couldn't get the mnra vaccine there is going to be a new option and i don't know when it's going to be available i don't have any information um let me look, look fucking look this up okay uh new covid vaccine oh it's called a protein subunit vaccine subunit okay well i guess it's developed by this company called novavax um Ah, oh, that's what I was thinking of. Inoculation. Smallpox. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. The vaccine to prevent smallpox, they basically just took, you know, the vaccine from some, or they took stuff, skin or whatever, from somebody who was suffering from smallpox and they made a little cut on you and they basically inoculated you. So they gave you a small amount of, of smallpox. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, trained you. Yes. Yes. T- tr- gave your body a test. Yeah. Um, that's why they used to think it was a good idea to give your children chicken pox um, when you were younger, too. In the same theory that, like, if you get it when you're young, it's fine. Because, like, your body can fight it off. Yeah. Um, also, very, very semi-related uh i caught a part of the show that nick was watching the other day it's called the great it's on hulu it's about Catherine the great and her rise to power oh cool oh my god yes this is actually directly related there was a smallpox outbreak in the castle and one of the things oh that the, in the scene they got a little sample of the pus she fucking cut her hand open and put the pus in her hand and was like, I can do this, you know, I'm the queen, and I'm gonna be fine. Which means all of you are gonna be fine, too. And I don't know yeah. if she actually did that in real life, but... Well, so, I do remember, who was it? The person, I think it was, who discovered inoculation, or that figured out that inoculation would work for smallpox. I cannot remember... This isn't the same. Maybe this was just something that I saw on TV that wasn't actually correct. Anyway, one of the people who was trying to find, figure out a cure for smallpox, I think it was smallpox, uh, tested it on their son first. Like, basically, it was just like, okay, all right, son, like, let's try this thing. Hopefully, you don't die. It, like, ended up working, thank God. But, like, basically tested it on their son and was like hopefully you don't die all right good luck buddy wow that's fucking wild like very Um, cool yep (laughs) so i have a correction about what i was saying about the vaccine because there is a so that the no norovirus norovax whatever the fuck that is a private tech company that developed something that is very similar to the patent-free one so they are separate so there is going to be a piece of shit fuck 
trying to make money off of this vaccine. Yes. So there is another company called the Alliance for Science, and they developed the Corbivax vaccine. And this one is the, it is patent free. It is designed to be shelf stable. It doesn't need refrigeration. It um, lasts a long time, so it can travel like at room temp to uh, places where it hasn't been able to previously go. And it is it is similar to the Novavax. Sorry, that's what it was. Um, so, and it costs like less than five cents a dose. Oh, nice. So, okay, it's literally one of the cheapest vaccines around and it is incredibly effective against specifically the omicron variant so like that's pretty cool and it's going to be globally available so nice that's pretty okay cool. cool so that's corbivax um yeah and that's really cool bye interesting the alliance for science alliance for science affiliated with the boyce thompson institute mm. at cornell university Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that does make sense. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So, yeah, that's really cool. Neat. And that is the spike protein. Fun. Great. We've learned so much today. We have. uh, Do you want to see something fun? I do want to see something fun. So, for my education, because I slacked off last week. And it wasn't on purpose. It was because I was waiting for this. Um, That's fair. (laughs) So I've had um, a lot of trouble recently uh, using my hands for a lot of fine motor skills. And one of the things that I've um, been having a lot of trouble doing is grinding weed. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, like, can't do it. And it's fine if Nick's around and he can grind it for me. But uh, he's going back to school. And I can't have him fucking be around all the time. So I got an electric weed grinder. Nice. (laughs) And our wonderful, beautiful, amazing friend Katie Webb recommended this to me. And I bought it immediately. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so it, it like, it's a little bit big. Yeah, that is quite large. And this is the bottom. It doesn't really grind your weed it basically just smashes it up so okay a little chain on the bottom that spins around and breaks your weed up a la a weed whacker but it's an actual weed whacker (laughs) that's incredible thank you (laughs) um it's and 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 what's it what's it called so it's called a whack it w-a-k-i-t whack it grinders whack it um so I have I have a fairly nice traditional grinder as well, um, and it's a three inch grinder, and it is large, and it was like retail price was more expensive than the electric grinder. Than your electric one, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, this is like sixty five dollars by itself, and my grinder was a hundred. Yeah, and. The, the company is also having, like, a sale on their bundles right now. So, for instead of $65, you can pay $69 for this bundle because they're 50% off. Nice. So, I got a little bowl. 
I got like a pack of rolling papers. I got this cute little tray. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. It's like yeah. this green hippie woman. It's got an S on it. Yeah. As it I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, it's got a big S on it. <laughs> I don't know what the S is for. I don't either. Maybe it's like the the brand. Is it like from a different brand or something? Doesn't say. Well Sam. It's for Sam. <laughs> it's for Sam. Um, and that's where I got this smoke odor eliminating candle so i got like a bunch of oh and a weird lighter um so i basically got like a bunch of extra a shit. bunch of stuff five bucks you know nice um, very cool so i am like so happy with this and um you put a little nug of weed on the tray right and then you mm-hmm. put the thing over the top and then you press it down oh it lights up it lights up all the animals cool. hate it so much. Of course they do. So I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> so it doesn't um, have like a bottom to it. Like you have to put it, it down on a flat surface. It doesn't have a bottom to it. And I thought I was going to be upset about that. But I'm not at all. Because I like put a little bit of weed on this tray earlier. Um, and then like blasted it around. And whacked it. <laughs> whacked it. And then like picked up the or like knocked all the weed into the my grinder chamber just to have somewhere to hold it yeah and then there is just so much fucking keef on the tray (laughs) oh nice i was like holy shit that's a fucking lot i was like i need a paintbrush for this like so i got like went and got like a clean paintbrush and like brushed it all it's so much my keef production is gonna be off the charts now nice nice Um, you gotta start saving up for 420 yeah (laughs) it's so close because time is not real anymore, and it's just going no. so fast. Yes. Um, so that was my fun thing. Yeah, when this episode comes out, it'll be the end of... No, it'll be February by the time this comes out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. Weird. Anyway. It's fine. Well, that's great. I'm yeah. glad that you found something that works and that you are happy with. Yeah, I'm really happy with it, and... uh really grateful to companies who are just uh, doing the best doing the mm-hmm. most they like ser- sold it as a electric herb grinder right but they were like mm-hmm. put your time and your sage in here it's a kitchen grinder lol lol and then you go into the wink and the into the <laughs> bundle section and they have three different 420 bundles like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay bro we all know what this is for it's like how some smoke smoke shops will like they will still uh depending on what state you're in they will still some smoke shops will kick you out for saying the word bong you have it's to say water, water pipe, pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's pretty funny <laughs> nice yay fun nice. toys yay <laughs> new ways to smoke weed if I, if I uh, smoked more, I don't smoke near as much as I used to. Yeah. If I smoked as much as I used to still, I probably would get one. But I still, I have my little baby, you know, my little baby purple grinder and that, that works just fine. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, oh, I also have like the vape now and it's an herb vape. So mm-hmm. it like, I've been smoking so much weed, which is great because I have like a pound of weed, but. Um. Yes. <laughs> all right great well i don't have anything else to say okay i don't either okay just uh subscribe to our patreon if that's something that you're interested in to watch the video of sam's cool grinder and stuff oh yeah 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 Yeah. 
yeah. beneficial. I'm also go- I'll I also took like a sh- another short video that uh, we can just post on our Twitter about nice just just to see it because it's really yeah cool. So we'll post that on Twitter well before okay. this episode comes out. But yeah, that works. Great! Yay! Yeah, definitely subscribe to our Patreon. Visit our website, yourbrainonweird.com. We're going to have some new designs, sticker designs and shit coming out soon. So keep an eye open for that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And hopefully we'll be back with a guest episode at some point. Mm -hmm. Soonish. Mm-hmm. And we have we have been talking to our potential first guest of mm-hmm. this year and planning and scheming and speculating. Yeah. As we do. As we do. Yeah. So it's gonna be great. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can rate us on Spotify now. Oh yeah, you can. You do have to fucking listen to an episode before you can rate it though. I like Despite the fact that I've listened to every single one of our episodes, I wasn't allowed to rate our podcast on Spotify. Until you, like, played an episode, like, you had to yeah. hit play on it? Oh, yeah. weird. So. Interesting. I don't know why it's doing that, but if you have Spotify, give us a listen. And, yeah. Uh, give us a rating. Five stars, I hope. We have five stars right now, so, oh so God, far, yay. so good. Yay! So. Very good. That's it. I have okay. nothing else to say. Me neither. I am Sage. And I am Sam. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Your Brain on Weird. Weird. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, ducky dog.